When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Confused Breakfast just hit number seven on the podcast charts. Congratulations, guys. Wow. It's funny stuff. I love it. You know, I did the uh, Mortal Kombat Cry 29 years ago. Never really thought that it was going to be this big with all of these followers. Uh, The fan base is just continuing to build, even with the youngsters out there. I just wanted to let you guys know that I'm proud of you guys for hitting this mark. We love it. And this would not be complete without the Mortal Kombat cry. But for your podcast, it's going to be a little different. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Confused Breakfast Podcast. Do you remember the pure joy of a trip to the video rental store as a kid? The excitement of walking down the aisles, browsing the names and the artwork, and finally deciding on the movie you're going to take home with you. Sure, it's hard to beat the ease of the modern era and streaming platforms where you don't even have to leave your couch, but there was something truly special about making that trip as a child, picking a movie out by hand, and proving that Bigfoot is real on your drive home. Mm-hmm. On this podcast, we we revisit and dissect some of our favorite childhood movies from that magical era to see if they still move us the way they, they did as, as kids. Did you get that? <laughs> this isn't your first episode. You know what I'm saying. I'm your host, Mike Schulte, and joining me as always with more back hair than Sasquatch, Sean Pryor and AJ Vince. How the heck are you? I wish it wasn't yeah. true. I, I wish it wasn't true. You know what? I... I I got I got hit with you either I feel like you either get one of two things either you're overweight or you're hairy and uh, I'm just overweight so, okay, so you're, not, you're uh, just completely hairless just overweight yeah, I'm, pr- I'm I'm not super hairy or anything so uh, yeah just overweight see I'm ripped as fuck yeah okay but great. I'm hairy okay yeah, you okay. know what I mean sure I I have I think I have like a, a patch of hair on my on my back that like is in the shape of Uruguay okay I I just catch glimpses of it sometimes and while I'm when I'm getting out of the shower and I I feel like I'm like is that a leech no it's just my back not hair. confused <laughs> to be confused with the patch of hair of uranus that's right that's right all right good. Y- uranus. Uranus. <laughs> uranus. <laughs> uranus. 
We're back, guys. Hey! Freaking back, I man. mean, to you guys, we never really left, but uh, we're back. We're back. We're back in studio. We haven't, we haven't seen each other in a little bit. I know. Oh well, God. and there's so many, like, exciting things that there happened. Did, did, did you hear that audio like, that we played tight. after the intro song? So that was our new friend, Kyle Wyatt. He yes. is the original voice of the Mortal Kombat yell cry from 29 years ago. Super the cool. The OG. Like, he's the guy that did Mortal Kombat. Like, the, the guy that you imitated as a kid. Yeah. Isn't that that was crazy. him. Oh, man. He, he, dude, he reached out to us. He heard our Mortal Kombat episode. <laughs> he reached out to us, and he wanted to, like, hey, can I, like, help you guys out, if you can help me out kind of a thing. So he gave us this cool intro, and uh, we're going to kind of help him raise awareness for his cause. He's got a cameo right now, which you can look up, which, again, is Kyle Wyatt. Um, and he's doing, like, you can you can do a Mortal Kombat kind of cameo for your friends and family, but all proceeds are going to A21, uh, which ends human trafficking. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. I mean, that's like a big deal for him. He's like such a genuine, cool he, yeah, guy. You can seemed, tell. He seems so cool and down yeah. to earth. Yeah. So, so we're, we're going to keep playing that, that intro for a little bit. We're going to do a little stuff on our TikTok to, uh, to draw some attention to it. But, but consider, I mean, it's a very affordable cameo. It's cool. He's a nice guy. Look him up, Kyle Wyatt on cameo. And he's also on TikTok. It's ruffian 20 at ruffian 20 on TikTok. Really okay. funny guy. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Always down to get some charity stuff out there. That's really, that's really cool of him to do that. Yeah. Great and cause. to hear, and to hear the guy yell confused breakfast, breakfast. in the Mortal Kombat. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I don't know why we're still doing this show. Uh, yeah, that's, been are we right done? There, that's just an exclamation point so, to this yep, whole thing. I that think it should be it. That should yep. not, not even just one exclamation point, like a million of them, right. because that's how powerful that voice is in capital letters. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, let's keep moving along. Let's hit review time. Ooh, review time. So today um, we're going to read two reviews because they are coming in fast. Now this, yeah. this doesn't mean you cannot, you, you still have to leave us a review. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We just want to double up on them real quick. And we're talking about you. Yeah, you, right. you, you know who you if are. If you're thinking me, me, like pointing at yourself being like me, like Travis Bickle in Text Driver, that's you, my friend. <laughs> you talking to me? That's right. <laughs> so this first one's from Launchpad95 entitled Great Listen. So much enjoyment listening about so many of my favorite movies, TV shows, and stuff from childhood. Love the unfiltered banter and the way you guys set up your show's itinerary. A joy to listen. Feel like I actually know you guys. Keep it up. Cool. Oh, you man. definitely don't know us. <laughs> you don't know us. And you're never gonna. You don't you know, know us at all, man. You, you don't know me. This is fake shit. We're, we're, we're so awesome and huge and famous and popular and stuff. We don't like meeting new people. This is a show. <laughs> we're putting on a performance. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> We're actually pretty big dicks, yeah. and we have pretty big dicks. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> Usually, it's the opposite, isn't it? If you're a big dick, you got a small dick, like the big truck syndrome. Right. You know? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, it's average. Okay, mm. <laughs> an average dick. <laughs> <laughs> I am an average. So the second one's called "I Just Want to Thank Y'all" from Kenneth Marciano. He said, "Thank you guys so much. This podcast is great. Born in '87, and y'all sending me right back to the '90s. That's what we came here to do. Nice. Yes. Thanks, man. Well." We're, I, I think our movie today is from 87, so this wow. is for you, dude. Yeah. Weird. This was like right for you, man. So, yeah. so keep leaving those five-star reviews. Don't be scared. Like we need, we need to overpower the two bad reviews. We got another bad review. <laughs> it was a three-star. Yeah. But again, just like the damn one-star, they didn't leave any notes or funny feedback. Yeah. They don't want to. They don't want to show their face, man. And that's you know what. 
that that's just that's just more power to good reviewers yeah. just being like hey and also call out to the bad reviewers that's what you could write in your good review is like yeah. i don't know why anybody would not say anything and just leave three stars and yeah. that's it yeah three stars is like the most ambiguous thing you could do that's worse than a one star that's like I agree. that's that's the that's the star equivalent that's the rating star equivalent of 75 eh. on imdb mm. <laughs> well I'm 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 gonna keep listening. I'll probably not, keep. Yeah. I'm not gonna like that I do it. <laughs> it's like, what is going on? <laughs> so keep hitting those reviews and don't forget you can leave us a voicemail. We actually got a dope voicemail today. I'm so excited to play this for you. <laughs> nice. This actually comes from down under Australia. You ready Whoa, to hear this? Are you serious? Here we go, baby. Hello, boys. It's Digby here, all the way from Australia. Uh, and I just want to say you guys do an amazing podcast. I've just discovered you thanks to TikTok. Uh, and the most recent one I listened to is the Mortal Kombat episode. Really surprised you didn't point out what a terrible, terrible fighter Johnny Cage is in the beginning of the movie. Not sure if that was supposed to be like that or not, but I just thought worth a mention. Anyway, for those who doubt Australians exist, I am not an actor. I am a real person. I'm on the phone sitting in my living room painting listening to the confused breakfast podcast right now boys love it keep up the good work look forward to seeing what comes next see you later digby down in australia man the australians are real he just proved it we proved it on our podcast oh my gosh that is that is amazing around the world listening to uh to a little podcast in in iowa swisher iowa (laughs) <laughs> um, what a cool thing, man! That's, gosh, thanks so much for for calling in and doing that. That's yeah, great. and 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 calling that out too. Uh, yeah. he, I guess he is a kind of a bad fighter. <laughs> he is really movie. bad. Actually, <laughs> that's, a, that's a great point. You're, you're <laughs> yeah. absolutely right. I wonder. I wonder. Just since you're involved in this conversation now, friend, um, I wonder if it's like, oh, he's got to kind of kind of play dumb it down because he's got these I, that's these oh, stunt men. True, you know? That's the way I did it. Yeah. True. Okay. All right. And, and he had Steven Spielberg as a director. That's you know, right. trying to. Have have them tone it down a little bit. Yeah. We, we we don't want we don't want uh, real fighting. We want cinema fighting, and that's a, that's definitely Steven Steven Spielberg. No, Steven a Steven Spielberg. Steven Spielberg. <laughs> so if you if you want to leave a voicemail for us, I mean, we will take them. We will gladly play them on air. You can call us at three one nine eight zero four nine five nine six. Give us a call. Uh, and and one last thing, a couple couple more little housekeeping things before we get into this TikTok. Which you can follow us on. Yeah. We just got another viral video. It was the the Back to the Future correlation with Goonies. Yeah. It's over 2 million views, but here's what I noticed. After after seeing it happen with the first video, you you get up to a million views and people are like, this is so cool. Oh my God, you guys. Wow, this is great content. (laughs) You go over a million. Fuck you, stupid people. I hate everything (laughs) about you. This video sucks. You suck. (laughs) What the hell are they even talking about? Maybe maybe they're right. I don't know. I don't know. I I don't even like the video so it's fine you know <laughs> i didn't even like <laughs> I, I saw i saw it come up on my tiktok i'm like fuck that <laughs> <laughs> you know so whatever i don't know people the jealousy really comes out i guess because a lot of these are coming from people with channels with like 100 videos and they have one oh. subscriber and yeah. then and then you got us just killing the game well, i'm gonna, I'm gonna go game. through those negative comments i'm gonna follow all of those people just why not well just yeah it, Give a little like, you know? kill them with <laughs> kindness, baby. It, it's been really great to see that. And I love, I love like kind of getting into the debates. Like, 
I kind of I kind of try to sneak in to the comments like under the radar. I know you do, <laughs> and, and I try I try to pick apart some of the things, and uh, that's been a lot of fun for me. So so if you guys if you guys are on there, um, yeah. please just say hi. To I, me. I like being extremely sarcastic about it and just saying, "Wow, I didn't know that at all." <laughs> yeah. I mean, but at the I time did, I did because I was on the show. That's right. So uh, that was a really fun one though because uh, like I, I I watched it a couple times over. Yeah. And I was like, God. That's a really good point. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. <laughs> I mean, it's, it was. I thought it was amazing. One one guy. The one thing I will say is he, <laughs> he said, "Do you think? Do you think this Goonies was a part of the, uh, the alternate reality? The one one pine." Or the twin oh, pie. <laughs> now, yeah. now it's just blowing minds like at this point. Yeah, I know. I know. Once, I was like, oh. once we get to Back to the Future, it's going to be, it, <sighs> we might take like three hours on it. Because it, it, it might just, have to be a multiple episode thing. I think we might just have yeah. to do a series. You know, I, I don't know. Right. But that movie is very complicated just because of the time travel. Absolutely. Well, and last thing, if, if you, uh, you want to be involved, if you love us and you want to be involved in helping to pick future movies like Back to the Future, we do have a Patreon. We do this for free. Uh, we do spend a lot of time, but you can help. Like if you're truly enjoying this This is free content you can you can throw a little money into our pockets for as little as three bucks you can just support uh for five bucks we got behind behind the scenes chats we've got uh we did a con some content on goonies on mortal Kombat today after we're done filming this we're going to talk right. conspiracy theories and uh -huh. myths so just some extra content out there for five bucks a month and for 10 you get to uh not only get mentioned on the episodes but um you get to help us pick upcoming movies and get mentioned too like dane alicia joel Jordan Nick Marula. Oh, hey, he's, right. he's the only one with a full name. And Tony B. Those, yeah. are, those are our ten dollars patrons. We love you guys. So consider joining. Uh, type in Confused Breakfast on Patreon and help us get super rich. Off Just of got that p -p 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 paycheck today, <laughs> dude. Oh, oh, rolling in it. Hashtag gas money. Gas money. <laughs> gas money and monster money. And monster um, money. That gold monster. You guys yeah. tried it. I'm, I'm saying. Oh uh, yeah, get on our Patreon, yeah. guys. Because right now we got we have a post up there uh, asking for what kind of merch you kind of like. So like koozies, uh, some shirt designs. Uh, we have one up there right now. See if you guys like that but uh yeah definitely get that a look and um get your two cents in there yep and then get your 10 bucks in there okay so, so speaking of complete myths like getting rich on podcasting it's time to talk about <laughs> another myth everybody today we're diving into an 80s movie that brought the myth of bigfoot to life gave him a very cliche name and made us fall in love with a seven foot tall smelly beast yeah we're of course talking about 1987's harry and the hendersons uh, but before we get started with the full movie breakdown, we like to get all that pertinent and important background info out, and that's where scene comes in. Let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> all right. Harry and the Hendersons, 1987, as Mike just said, produced by William Deere and a Darlin, because his name's spelled D-E-A-R, so I don't know. Uh -huh. Just this being his movie, it's just like, <laughs> what a deer, you know? Uh, Richard, produced by William Deere, Richard Vane, and an uncredited Steven Spielberg. Uh, written by William Deere, just a darling. Uh, Bill Martin and Ezra Rappaport. Makeup by Rick Baker, uh, Academy Award winner for American Werewolf in London. Uh, right. Won the first ever makeup, best makeup uh, award for that movie. Uh, and countless other huge horror movies. He did the remake of uh, Planet of the Apes. He's a legend uh, next to Dick Smith and Tom Savini and all those guys. He's, he's one of the best and... Honestly, we'll talk about it later, but this might be, he's, he says this is his best work that he's ever done and his favorite work. Yeah. I heard that. I heard in a little tidbit that he, he's been nominated for that category 11 times 
and he's won it like seven times. He basically created the category. That's insane. Because of American World in London. It was just like, we have to now, you know, um, music by Bruce Broughton, which is pretty good. Like considering the movies that we've yep. uh, uh, done on the podcast so far with it, well, a lot of it being shit. Uh, <laughs> I kind of like the score in this movie. <laughs> More combat. <clears throat> God damn it. <laughs> Uh, directed by William Deere, that darling himself, starring John Lithgow, Melinda Dillon, Margaret Langrick, Joshua Rudoy, uh, Rudoy, Kevin Peter Hall, David Suchet, Don Amechi, and M. Emmett Walsh. Released in 1987, directed by William Deere, who directed episodes of SNL and Amazing Stories, Harry got his name from co-writer William Martin, uh, credited as Bill Martin in, in the film, who named Harry after Harry Nilsson, the singer. Yeah. Martin wrote several songs for Harry Nilsson's 1969 album called Harry. Uh, and Martin himself actually appears in the album's cover wearing a bear suit. So it's just <laughs> like foreshadowing, I guess. That's great. <laughs> uh, Kevin Peter Hall, who plays uh, Harry, is six, is six foot six. I, I think I got that wrong, actually. You I think do have that wrong. Seven yeah. foot two? Seven foot two. Okay. Seven foot two, uh, who also played Predator that same year. Uh, Big in, year for him. In the film no Predator. Uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and and predator two but passed away uh in 1991 probably just from being so tall no do you want to know how do you want to know really why yes yeah it, he was 35 wow. he died of aids which oh, he contracted no. through a blood transfusion a few months before fuck oh, that's terrible god damn it well, i know right uh, well that's we're done that, i'm sorry yeah. i didn't mean to ruin it <laughs> i'm just we give information i you know, no, he's incredible know. i mean like there, we we don't have a lot of actors like that stand out like that these days like doug jones i think is one who d- is, does a lot of uh guillermo del toro movies he's an incredible like physical yes. actor presence um yeah uh super that's a super bummer the uk title uh for this movie is bigfoot in the hendersons because they, <laughs> read they thought that uh, the the marketing was like underplaying the movie by being called harry and the hendersons so they wanted people to be like what is this i, I like the, and and a lot of the key art and like the posters and stuff like that were like very vague they weren't showing uh harry at all and so uh they came up with this ad campaign to just call it Bigfoot and put him like right on the poster mm. big as can be. It's very true. If you just say, Oh, Harry and the Hendersons, I don't. Yeah, yeah, what is that? yeah, yeah. exactly. What is that movie? Yeah. I don't understand. Um, there's actually a spinoff TV series that starred Bruce Davison lasted three seasons. What? If you can believe it or not. I don't think I watched a single episode. No, I don't even know this and brought back Kevin Peter Hall for Harry. Uh, and I think it pretty much ended because it was, uh, he passed away. Okay. Uh, Rick Baker won an Oscar for this movie. Um, and he said it was his favorite creation. Like I said, Harry was overshadowed by Beverly Hills cop and the untouchables that same uh, year. It's, yeah. it's a huge gigantic year for movies this okay. year. I think it's our first 1987 movie though. Right. I think, cool. I think it's the first one we've done. Okay. Nice. We will definitely, we will cover that entire year pretty much. Um, there was another Bigfoot movie in 1987 called Bigfoot that was made for TV, but had uh, some similarities, including a, a uh, family in the woods uh, coming across a Bigfoot, and they're actually nice. So that's like really the only similarity. That's all I got for this guy. Uh, we will have a little bit more tidbits as we go along. Cool. Well, if you've been listening to the show, you know that next we like to give the audience just a little insight to what we thought about the movie the first time we saw it. This is Sean's pick. Uh, so, Sean, I mean, tell us, tell us what you remember the first time you saw it, how many times you've seen it, what your rating was as a kid. Like I like I've been saying with all these movies, it's it's me and my brother watch this the, all, all the time. 
uh, had to be VHS, maybe like a burnt one, not a burnt one, uh, like an illegal, <laughs> illegal <laughs> taped one off a of TV. Yeah. <laughs> Fast um, forward through the commercials. Exactly, yeah. yeah. But you get like just a glimpse of the Campbell's one and then it's, yeah. it's just right. crackle. Um, <laughs> But I loved it. I, I watched it all the time. Uh, back then, I was probably like a nine. Uh, I'd say like a nine point two. Damn, wow. yeah. nine point wow. two. I was you really this. into this movie. <laughs> wow. Age? What did you think? I've never seen this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for it. I knew it. I felt like one of us was gonna. Didn't we make a rule that at least two of us have had to have seen the movie? I think so. Okay, yeah. good because I can. I know I've seen it, but I can barely remember. Okay. <laughs> I was actually afraid oh, this was gonna be a a, a rule breaker. Um, but but I'd I'd never seen it. My brother Ray, um, I think, is somebody who who watched this movie a lot. He you know he's um about t- he's ten years older than me. Uh, he's my oldest brother. Um, he's, he's responsible for a lot of things in my life when it comes to nostalgia and, you know, him showing me movies, him showing me music and like giving me my first bass guitar and doing all these things. Um, big influence in my life. And he talked about this movie. I've never seen it. <laughs> Damn, so, dude. Damn. So I, I remember the, the, I do remember the poster. <laughs> I remember like, you know, his big grin on there and the kind of the family, I think behind him. But, and he's like, you know, he, he always told me, oh, yes, it's kind of like Harry and the Henders. And I'm like, I don't know what that is. So, <laughs> so, yeah, this was actually first real time really getting to sit down and and watch and go through this movie. I mean, for me, I do remember renting it. Uh, I do remember, I know I've seen it, okay. right? I just, it was just, I didn't, wa- re-watching it, I didn't remember much of it, but I know I've seen it. And I think I, I figured it out. I was absolutely terrified <clears throat> of two things. Three things. Thunderstorms. <laughs> yeah. UFOs. Yep. And Bigfoot. Yeah. Bigfoot. I, I We will explain it on the Patreon episode after this. <laughs> we'll dive into it more. But I was terrified of, of Bigfoot and Sasquatch. And I know this was like happy, like, oh, he's a nice guy. But nah, I, I think I probably only said, yeah, I'm, I'm good with that <laughs> once or twice. So I, I just don't remember much of it. But the fact that I didn't watch it that many times gives it, I, I got, I, it's a four for me probably because yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't up there for me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. Nice. Okay. Well, and moving before we dive into the scene by scene breakdown. I'm so worried. Oh man! Before we get into the film breakdown, uh, we're gonna go scene by scene. AJ always hooks us up with the ratings and reviews of critics and fans alike from when this movie came out. I'm excited for this one. All right. So today's version of this is going to be a guessing game for you guys, kind of like I've done a couple times in the past. But you're gonna tell me what you think the uh, the rating is after I read you the review. Okay. 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 It's gonna be a lot of fun. Trust me. <laughs> that being said, uh, I always start with the tomato meter. Uh, tomato meter is 43% yeah, critical reviews. That's the one I saw. Is that what you saw? <laughs> yeah. Now, 54% by the audiences. Okay. Right, so a little bit more forgiving there, a little bit more happy about what they're reviewing. Um, <laughs> IMDb is a 6.0 and Metascore 42. Again, right on right on par. Metascore is, is right in line with your critics and critical reviews. Gotcha. 6.0 okay. IMDb. That's 6.0. That's not bad. Yeah, and no, not at all. Um so let's uh let's let's kick this off. Um okay. This is from the Hollywood Reporter. This is uh and this is Metascore, so this is one to a hundred. You guys tell me what you think it is. The Hollywood Reporter. Harry and the Hendersons is a disappointment. Okay. <laughs> That's it? That's it. Um, <laughs> one to 500. <clears throat> Zero. Or one to 100. Sorry. I'm going to go 50. 
50. That's what it is. Sean, 50 is not it. 50 is average. It's not a disappointment. How to like, (laughs) is that that like 1987 clickbait? Yeah, I know. (laughs) Um, let's, I'll, I'll, I'm going to give you this one. Yeah. Um, (laughs) this is from variety. Harry and the Hendersons is proof that the folks at Amblin entertainment, AKA Steven Spielberg's production company can't keep using the same ET formula for every kitty pick. (laughs) Okay. Okay. One to a hundred. Um, you go first, Mike. Zero. I'm going to go 50, 60, 30. Damn. Okay. All right. So did I win that one? You win this. Okay. One. Thanks. Close one to one. Going over. Um, so this is called uh, pure garbage. Okay. By Socrates four on uh, 20 in 2019. So great. So so Sorry. Um, Harry and the Hendersons is a movie about a family that befriends a Bigfoot. The plot sounds silly, but they must have pulled it off if they decided to make a movie of it. Right. Wrong. <laughs> I found nothing good in this film. Some children may find it amusing, I'm sure, but they would have done better to make another movie instead of this. It's really bad. Do not recommend. <laughs> oh, man. That is from IMDb. That's one through ten. One out of ten. I'm going to go 20. Or, sorry, uh, <laughs> two. <laughs> two. Okay. Two. Yeah. Three. Three. It is a three-star yeah. review. <laughs> so this is, this is going to be interesting. I'm just going to take a couple of picks from this, okay? Um, I had a really nice time with it. From what I can remember, this movie was successful enough to be made into a TV series. Rick Baker rightfully won the Oscar for makeup. Uh, it was great to see John Lithgow, in terms of endearment, in a non-villain role. It's also nice yeah. to see Donna Mesh from Trading Places in a movie. And I was delighted to see David Ch- uh, um as a French hunter. Uh, I never thought I'd say this about a family movie, but the ending was awesome. I regret <laughs> that I haven't seen this one as a kid. Uh, if I had kids in the future, I will make sure they would watch it. Okay. Is that a one through ten? This is a one through ten. Four. Eight. Two. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Oh, so they just they just don't know how to add. It. Nobody know. knows what they're doing when it comes to the reviews of these movies. I really love this movie. What did you give it? A two. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so th- that's that's pretty much the end of the guessing game. We're gonna finish you up with a with were, a couple. Were of we these. tied? Is that I, was that it? I, I think, think we're, I think we're tied. I think you're tied. Until right, next time, Mike. Until okay. next time, bro. All right. Well, here's the nope. Here's the deal breaker. Here's okay, the rubber cool. match. All right. When you what do you get when you cross King Kong with E. T. Harry and the Hendersons is what, and it's a delightful enough offspring. Often funny, occasionally charming, and always mighty to eager to please. Too eager at times. But that's a forgivable flaw in an otherwise engaging hybrid. This is one through a hundred. So I'm going to follow AJ's formula of people not knowing and say a hundred. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go... F- Dude, I can't tell. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. 50. 75. Okay. <laughs> well, that was a tie. So, so, so this is what I'm saying. It's like people are like, oh, I love this movie. Two. 75 <laughs> is movie, a C. This movie sucks. Six. It's like, what, what are you doing? So, uh, so I'll, uh, this, is my, this is my favorite one, I think. And this is from the New York Times. Um, you can guess if you want to, but this is a little bit more obvious. Uh, attention must be paid when a movie is as aggressively awful as Harry and the Hendersons. Though it's so pinheaded that it could be the last of its inbred line, it's not likely to spawn. 
There it is, guys. There's your reviews. Uh, thanks for playing along, and hopefully you're playing along at home. <laughs> yeah. There it is for reviews uh, of Harry and the Hendersons. Wow, that was a journey, man. It's isn't that, isn't that wild? It's I just like people it. people just like, like they didn't want to bash it, but then they didn't bash it in like talking about it. But then they're just but like in the stars. two zero like zero negative huh, four ten like what. So to be, to be fair, uh, some of our uh, ratings that we gave when we went back and looked <laughs> at it, we're like, what the hell are we thinking? <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. What I, what I question on, like who gave, or yeah, Santa Claus, like who you gave, gave, you gave Karate Kid 10, well, 10. 10. And then I, I think I asked who gave Santa Claus at like a nine and a half. <laughs> it, and was it was me. <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. Who did that? You know, it was me. Hell? Wow. <laughs> Well, boys, what do you say we head out on a friendship camping adventure, bring our guns, and hopefully catch one of the elusive mystical creatures of all time? Here we go. Following a camping trip in the nearby Cascade Mountains, George Henderson drives home to suburban Seattle with his family when he hits a large, hairy creature in the road with his station wagon. George discovers that they have hit a Sasquatch. Believing it to be dead and the key to fame and fortune, the family straps the creature to the roof of their car and heads home. Yeah, dog. Classic, classic, classic 80s formula for an mm-hmm. intro. The driving montage. <laughs> yeah. We are. We've already hit. We already had it with over the top. I mean, <laughs> to, to name another one, great outdoors. It's just yeah, the, it's, like the driving montage. That's how you totally open the movie. Great outdoors. Like it, it reminds me of that so much. Just just because of that family. And uh, well, off of that, what do you guys think of the family? Like, do you like them? Do Do I like them right at the beginning or when the movie's over? Do you like them right at the beginning? Are you, are you like into into them? I, I was not into the family right no? away. Damn, I could I could kind of care less about this family for some reason because <laughs> they, they came they came like, around. No pun intended. That's just like the most white bread thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> that you're just like, oh, we're tired. It's buggy <laughs> out here. Yeah. I and got then, a rabbit. Yeah, it's like no, it's my first kill, my first blood, and you're just like, oh, I'm. I'm a nerd, but I'm not like, I don't, like what the fuck? <laughs> so, <laughs> so like that, that was my problem. And like, um, and what's, what's the mom's name? Um, the actress that plays her, uh, Melinda Dillon, Melinda Dillon. I love her. I do really like her. Fucking um, close encounters. Yeah. Christmas story. Christmas mom. story. Mom, man. I, like, I, I love her. And like, I honestly, one of the big things for me, like really focusing on the family was like, cause I really like her, Yeah, you know, she's great. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I was still just having a tough time. I'm just like, I'm like, is there a, is there a laugh track that they forgot to, that they left out of this movie? Is that what's going on here? I think that's what happened here. So, but, but to be fair, as the movie went on, I came around on a lot of them. Okay. Like I didn't, the, the sisters like, is that, is she 30? Yeah. What's yeah. Going on? <laughs> Cause she looks really weirdly terrible at yeah. the beginning, but then she really, uh, and this, like, I remember actually specifically having kind of a crush on her oh. at the end of the movie, but not at the beginning. Okay, you know, like she she just looked like a thirty year old heavy smoker. <laughs> she <laughs> she yeah. does, and then she kind of cleans up a little bit it's as early it. onset grays. <laughs> she, she does have that like uh, like teenage angst throughout the entire, yes. which is which yes. is just like. 
Okay, yeah, eighties. Uh, she's straight out of a John Hughes movie. That's you know that we haven't seen yet, and <laughs> well, we've seen a thousand times actually. Yeah, but it, there was that cliche to her where she's like, everything's annoying. Yeah. Everything. Like, oh, we am going to camping with my family this weekend. I can't. <laughs> yeah. I can't hang out with Johnny. Yeah, you know that kind of bullshit. If she had a cell phone, she'd be on it. Yes, yeah. I mean, exactly. Like, that's, that's the yeah. thing. Uh, and so that was kind of my equal annoyance with the with the brother though too. Is you're just like it's just like every. Everything's cool. Everything's <laughs> oh cool. Shoot it. Oh, it smells terrible. He's cool. got he's got a, a an unquenchable bloodthirst. That <laughs> fucking kid. No. Yeah, I'm surprised My, he didn't have blood on yeah. his eyes. Yeah. Shit. Shit. Shoot it, Dad. Yeah. I think it's already dead. Jesus, calm the fuck <laughs> down. No, that's what I'm saying. His name was Ernie, though, and I really, Ernie, yeah. I really did grow to like Ernie, and I thought actually that that kid was a really good. Like I thought he did a great job as an actor. Usually sure. hate kid actors. Completely. You, you usually can't fucking stand him. This guy is pretty cool. I, I, liked I, I, him. I always liked him. I always like, I always felt for him, especially like later on when like there, there's oh, yeah. something involving, uh, involving the dog. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah. I really like this kid. He, I think he's good. And sure. I love that line too. And Ernie goes, Holy shit. Yeah. Sorry, dad. Sorry, dad. And George says, that's okay. I was looking for the right words. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought that was a pretty good story too. Yeah, I'm like, I kind of like that. Yeah. <laughs> what is the type of comedy in this movie? You know, and that was kind of the, that was also, again, like, I felt like it was very sitcom-y. It was almost like, it was almost like this was like some sitcom, but it was on HBO because they could swear. And you're like, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Dad. <laughs> oh, I was looking for the right words. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like, like, that's the kind of, like, thing I was like, where's the laugh track? Right, right. <laughs> I don't get the comedy, I it, guess. It had that 80s cheese yeah. right from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. It's like it's like as family movie as you can get. Like this is this is like the to me anyway, like the epitome of family like movie. Like this would be on on the rental racks, it would be like the first family movie. Yeah. Even though they're in alphabetical, it would be Harry and Anderson's first. And right. then the A's. I don't know. It just, and it's got like a white clamshell box, mm-hmm. you know. Um yeah, but somehow it it kinda just gets over that uh hump for me where it's just like family films i'm just like eh, just yeah. kind of cheesy and but the the performances especially from john lithgow and and um uh harry the makeup effects and everything like that is just yeah. like whoa yeah. this is a little bit more elevated than just like a regular family right. disney kind of type movie but yeah Here's a fun fact for you: the the station wagon that that they had right. was a 1974 Limited Country Squire, yes. which of course, if you recognized, was the exact same vehicle for uh, National Lampoon's Vacation. Okay, the family truckster. That was a 1979 version of that. Okay, and this was the 1970. Okay, famous famous vehicle it right just, there. Like. You know what? That's probably why Harry got hit by the thing is because it was <laughs> camouflaged with all the wood. Goddamn boat, like, too. That thing floats, <laughs> dude. It also, it also kind of has the same trajectory throughout the movie as like Lethal Weapon 2. Yeah. It's it, like there, there's like a front end uh, damage and there's side damage and then there's like a top end damage and then someone steals it to chase the good guys <laughs> with it. The same thing happens in Lethal Weapon 2. It's the same car, man. It's, it's, it's kind of its own character in the movie, you know? <laughs> yeah. Even in, in, He's even worried about it later on saying, look what he's doing to my paint job when the thing's already destroyed. You know? <laughs> and, but it, it is. The, the car is almost as much of a, a character as anything. Completely. When they hit him, that, that footage to me, like uh, the sunset in the background or yeah, the background and then Harry in the foreground, like running like that quick cut. That's as iconic to me as that Patterson Gimlin footage that like we all, yeah. that's so famous. It's just like the striding, cool. yeah. like walking, you know, that 
when I saw that again, I was like, oh yeah, oh god, yeah, I, I know this movie. Yeah, you know, I was just, I was just taken right back to childhood watching this for like the seventeenth time. Yeah. They kind of do the same thing that <clears throat> that uh, Ninja Turtles did, where it just, you're like, okay, when are you gonna show him? Yeah, when are you gonna show him? And like, they don't. They they keep they do the quick cut, like you said, and then he, he's dead on the ground, mm-hmm. and you can't see his face. And it's just kind of a buildup. Like, yeah. come on, come on, come they, on, come on. I want to see it. I, I made a note too. They make, they do a really good job of not showing him right away. Yeah. Until, yeah. Until they show him. Until they really show him. But yeah. This was, this was, this was one of my things that I was just like, I was like, wow, this scene's really long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, it doesn't have to be this long. This movie in general is about a half hour too long. I'm just going to yes. say that. I will agree with that. But, yes. But that being said, like at this, this point, you're like, you're like, whew, yep. They showed his hand four times and there's John's <laughs> reaction again. And there he's talking to his kid again. And I'm like, wow, man, this is going on a long time. He sure does stink. Wow, he smells. Okay. (laughs) Smell-o-vision. Might as well be because you're telling me eight times, you know, that kind of a thing. You know, I meant to, uh, I meant to keep this up. I did it for Home Alone where we said that if, if there was such a thing as cell phones, how the movie would have ended kind of a thing. Yep. I forgot to do that moving forward, but (laughs) on this one, it's the truth. Like they pull out their cell phone. They call a park ranger, the police, national Enquirer, and movies over. Right. Exactly. (laughs) But we don't have cell phones, so we got to tie them to the roof of our car (laughs) and drive him home to our house. What were they going to do when they got there? Leave him in the garage (laughs) tied to this thing, I guess. This is kind of that. It's like, it's like an Encino man. This is where yeah, Encino man got okay. that so okay. much. They're just like, they're just what? like, he's not there. Well, and now we got to keep it. It's like, what happened? Oh no. It's like, what? Well, we never saw this coming. And it's just like, it's like, that's my, that was my thought. Who's, whose initial thought is, Let's fucking take it home, and <laughs> yeah. then we'll then we'll and then we'll do then it. we'll take it to the national Enquirer. Then we'll get the fame and fortune. And you're just like, no, the, like you don't you don't think to just be like. And maybe again, like my my brain, we did. We had cell phones, or at least there was probably like a landline, like down the way. It's a park, right? <laughs> yeah. And you're just like, you just go down the way. Hey, somebody stay here, and then I'm uh, I'm gonna go down and make a call, and then we'll get a park ranger out here, do the right thing. That's how they I, die, by the way. Just it, so you know. Yes. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and that would like you say, movie's over. Yep. It's like <laughs> wow, that is a bigfoot. Let's do something with it. Yeah. Let's call the National <laughs> Enquirer. Can we at least make a pact right now on air that we're going to do Encino Man at some point? Oh yeah. Okay, good. I just oh, want yeah. I just want to have that on tape. <laughs> yeah. Okay, thank you very much. I mean, it's pretty much the same movie. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so I I just have to say he wakes up on top of the car and then they get scared and they do that all over again. <laughs> <laughs> they did. They, okay, okay, you're right. They didn't have to do. They could have. They could have saved the scare for when they were home, right? Yeah. Like. And the, it wasn't even, it's not even, there wasn't even any difference between that and the first time. It was, uh, it's the first time. Oh, good thing I brought my gun. Yeah. Is it dead? Yeah, it's definitely dead. All right. Well, let's put it on let's top do of the it again. And it's like, screech. It's like, is it dead? Yeah, it's definitely Pretty dead. sure it's dead. There it is again. I'm not going to shoot it this time. Let's get it back up on there. It's like, really? Did we need to? All right, fine. <laughs> it, was just, it was just two two of the same scene sandwiched with uh, a Sasquatch face yeah, smiling and screaming. Good. Yeah. Pretty good. <laughs> Seriously. 
All right, so that night, George goes to the garage to examine the Sasquatch and discovers it was alive and has escaped. He finds the creature in the kitchen. After a few mishaps involving the Sasquatch breaking things in the house, the family realizes the creature is intelligent and overall friendly. The family bonds with the Sasquatch, and George has a change of heart. Instead of shooting him and planning to make money from the creature, he decides to return him to the wilderness. So they get home and leave him in the garage. Like you're just, your mentality is just like, yeah, we're just going to sleep on it. Sleep well on it. We're going to fall asleep real nice. Real nice. Like how do you, how do you just go to sleep with a Sasquatch? (laughs) You saw his face. You think he's dead, but obviously he's got nine lives. Yeah. You know, like uh, I just, like, how do you, if I were, if I were to discover like a, a, like a human hybrid alien or something like that, and it was like dead, I'd be like, yeah, I'll just, I'll just leave it where it is and I'll just put it on my couch and let it sleep there and I'll close my door and I'll be just good. I'll just go to sleep. Right. No, 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 no. When I, when I first got my dog scout, who is a Husky Malamute mix, he's a good sized dog. He's scary. You guys know him, right? Breakthrough and Conquer. Mike knows him too well from the Breakthrough (laughs) and Conquer. uh, He's a sweetheart to me. And he is. (laughs) He is a big sweetheart. But but the first night that I got that dog, I didn't leave. Like, we slept in the same room. I didn't trust a damn thing. I was like, there's no way. I have to keep an eye on it at all times. You're bringing a beast. You're bringing this into your home. Absolute mammoth animal into your house. And you're just like, (laughs) just leave him on top of the car. I'm too tired to unpack tonight. Like, what are you talking about? Sorry, honey. I got to turn my pillow over. You know, I can't, I get too hot at night. (laughs) You know, just like nonchalant. And you're fucking small. The smallest kid I've ever seen. Yeah. I think, I think is Ernie. Yeah. Like could just like tear his head off and drink his blood. You know, like I'm just like, what? (laughs) Pop the top like a goddamn can of tab. Like AJ's fatality move. Exactly. Exactly. He just pulls an AJ, just drinks that blood. So that's like the horror movie thing though, too, that you're touching on. Like when they, when they kill the horror person. Yeah. No, empty your clip, Mm -hmm. put another clip in it. Empty that one, yep. put another clip in it, empty that. Yep. You do not just go, I don't know, I think he's dead. Thank God, poke it with my gun a couple of times. Cut the du- cut Bigfoot's head off that's if right. you have to <laughs> before you take him home. That's you right. do that. That's that's what it's you do. It's the only way you sleep. That's what's going to happen when you send it to science. You may as well save him a step. Like, just, <laughs> just get it done. Let's go. <laughs> when they when he do when he do when he do uh, when he does discover Harry in back in the house in in the fridge and stuff like that. It is it reminded me so much of a Spielberg moment where I'm just like this. I was not surprised to see Spielberg's name on this with this scene because it's, he's got the flashlight. He drops it on the ground and it's rolling and you can see Harry's silhouette. Yep. Yeah, that and, was pretty and good. John Lithgow slowly turning behind him and then reveals Harry himself. I'm like, that is su- such a Spielberg yeah. moment right there. Mm-hmm. But you're, you're right. Like they, they didn't need the face on the station wagon because that could have been the reveal moment. That's true. That could have been it. But but I mean it it didn't it didn't bother me either maybe, way. It's like they yeah, could have done that. Maybe they maybe they just wanted to like cement in that he's like got a happy face. Okay, you know? okay. Like just just to cement that <clears throat> family picture moment, you know, instead of just like, wow. All, all we know of him so far is that he's a Sasquatch and he's scary and he's he could be alive. You That's know, all we know. And then you see him in the kitchen and it's scary as fuck. And the kids would be like, "What the fuck did you bring me to, dude?" Yeah. 
so Peter Kevin Peter Hall was seven two, but they said with makeup and costume it was he was eight feet tall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which you just you don't get that. You, that I mean that's computer anime. That's Goro from Mortal Kombat, yeah, like right. a guy wearing a thing. No, that's like a legitimate person. Is eight feet tall. John Lithgow is six foot four. Right. Mm-hmm. Which He's is tall, really tall, tall and and he is just dwarfed yeah. by. I mean that that was one of the coolest things for me is just genuinely seeing how big that creature was. Well, I think yeah. they adjusted the 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 costume for Lithgow because when he got cast, they're like, well, shit, you you cast the six <laughs> four actor, yeah. And so I think they had to adjust it to make it look like you know he could tower over him and overpower him because that Lithgow's makes sense. Fucking gigantic. Could have yeah. got Tom Cruise or something like that. You know? Gigantic cock too. <laughs> oh Jesus! <God. laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're, just, we're the tidbits, you know. I do want to not his. I do want to clear the air on the idea of <laughs> not that. I, I do want to clear the air as we've talked about before, and, and like being a tangible outfit, the makeup, it's real. You know, I love that in this movie. It is outstanding. Yes. It is amazing. It is amazing. It's you don't see a seam. You don't see you don't see any cracks in the in the makeup or anything nope. like that, or like the the process that went into him, and it's. It's very believable to me. He's got a lot of great mouth and face totally. emotion and movement totally. and all that stuff. I really, I really do like that about this movie. That being said, on the other end is you always you always lead in with the compliment. You know, <laughs> and compliment then, and then you come in. Formula, <laughs> then, uh, but then you come back with a compliment after the after the negative. Let's hear it. There's always there like every time there's. The problem is, for for me, is that it's so much of a staple of this movie. Obviously, it's Harry and the Hendersons, but it's a lot of it's a lot of everyone else just being in shock and awe of him. There is more standing around in this movie than like a Dragon Ball Z episode, man. <laughs> like, and just just being like, oh Damn. my god, there's a, what's go? Oh my god! And like, as, as they're all like, this is very funny to me, but I don't know if it was very funny in the right way. <laughs> In the fact that, like, they're all walking into the kitchen, like, oh, what's going on? I heard Santa Claus out. And it's like, what the fuck? And you're just, it's like, and then one after the other, it's like, then then Ernie comes in, it's like, oh, fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow, he's so big. He's so big. And, like, you know, everyone kind of comes in. And again, like, this is is the sitcom aspect. If you were on a stage, they'd all be walking in one after the other to kind of do this and introduce themselves to Harry almost. That's true. And and I, I like, there's part of me that loves it. And then there's part of me that I'm just like, but this isn't a movie. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm like taking, uh, just, just like the, all of the ideas that they had with Harry just roaming around the house and stuff like that. And like, He's inside the house and they're watching him from outside the house yep. while he's like messing with shit. He like mm-hmm. discovers the deer and everything like that. Oh dear. Oh dear. <laughs> Which has so many different meanings. And then like with the fish and like, or like he's one, one woman I really like is, is he's like messing with her plants or something like that. And uh, he's, he's very sassy. Yeah. <laughs> when he's like, he's like seeing them out the window. He's like, like eating the plants and he's just kind of like, throws the plan at her yeah, like outside yeah. the window. I don't know. I just really like his, his personality. In it. I love the back and forth that gets going when they finally get it going. Yeah. <laughs> but like, and that, like I, I do, I love that. Like when I liked when he gets scolded by uh, yeah. the sister yeah. and, and it's her corsage and like, you ate my corsage and like, you can't do that. And like, he's, he's like, he's like, wait a second. And then he kind of realizes like, 
Quit fucking yelling at me. Who the hell do you think you're talking to? Dude? Wait, wait, I'm bigger yeah, than you. I'm bigger. So I thought that was a really fun back and forth. Very cute, you know. Yeah, I, yeah his his like it's amazing to see. I, you're right. It's like the seams are just not there, and it's mm-hmm. crazy because a lot of the a lot of the facial stuff is animatronics. Yeah, and w- w- like we've seen with Goro, that thing costs over a million dollars. You know. Yeah, I can't imagine what this thing was. Oh, man. I mean, maybe maybe even cheaper, and it was just the genius of Rick Baker. That's very true. But yeah. there's like I, I'm I'm just like that's. Bigfoot, man, I I can't. Isn't, That's very I true. I don't see a human in a costume at no, all. I didn't either. It's a it's incredible. Yeah, I you know even when we talked about when you talk about Ninja Turtles, yeah, you're still like I know that's a person in a suit. Like, and I didn't feel that way watching this movie. I was like, that's a person in a suit. Yeah, I, you know, I didn't feel that way. No. Did, did you catch the subtle uh, slut shaming on the daughter there uh-uh. during that scene? Oh wait, <laughs> yeah, she goes, oh, yeah, she yeah. goes, she goes. Well, clearly he's a he's a male. Yeah, and they go, how do you know that? And then they go, oh, <laughs> like like our daughter's a slut. Nah. That's how she knows <laughs> what dicks look like. She looks, she looks straight down at the dick. I'm like, things got to be big as fuck. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> you see him all with that foot to John Lithgow's face, and John Lithgow's got a long face. You know, yeah. he's got, <laughs> you know, he's that that foot towering the, so the one the one thing that i didn't like though is like for as long as this movie is they really rushed the no we love we love him yeah, like, yeah. they went from like this guy like was just terrorizing their house and he was gonna shoot him to yeah never mind we love this creature we want to set him free All that right. was that was very rushed in a very long I mean, movie that smile though dude. i know that yeah. smile is just that i posted <laughs> on my instagram if you guys follow me there <laughs> Sean, the <laughs> Sean 237 um uh, yeah, I'm just like that. It's just so, it, like I laugh with that. Im- I want that image just to wake up to, you know, I want, I want that like tattooed on my like wrist or something just so I can look at it in the morning and just be like, things are okay. Look at Harry. You it's mean, just such a nice face. You mean, you mean, you mean the shot of, of Harry's face with the crosshair on it? You're like, and by the way, again, like just so, so long and held out and you're just like, Come on, do it. Shoot him. Come on, he was him. pulling the... Like, you know, if you've <laughs> ever shot a gun, like that's pretty close. I yeah. feel like that did it. And you're just like, oh, he didn't do it. And you're right. Like They they learn he's he's more than just a beast. He's more than just an animal. But at the same time, you know, I got feelings for my dogs and everything, or an animal too. But when it's literally destroying your house <laughs> and all of your shit, and you're just like... I'm not saying like you put a price on life, but I'm saying, you know... You're, you're, you're going to tell me that you're just going to be like, do we got some trank darts or something? Can we put him down for a little bit? You know, you work at your dad's gun yeah. store. Yeah. You what, got, I don't know what your wife does. Maybe like her family's well off or something like that, but you can't be making that much money. Yeah. It, you, like you gotta, you know, <laughs> you're, you're gri- Griswolding around in that damn uh, grand squire or whatever it was. <laughs> and, like, come on. Come on, you got to tell me that you're going to do something about it. At least wing the bird. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I do like though that it's it's kind of a cool cinema uh, thing where I, it's it's fun it's fun to realize that they wake up probably around like five thirty, 
Like that's like what, how, when all this is taking mm. place, like within a half hour and then you see the sunrise coming up and Irene coming outside. It's, it's a cool, like that's hard to do in a movie. I feel like we're just to ha- like tell that time or not, or m- like maybe even make the audience not realize that it's actually almost sun up. I thought that was super impressive. That, I, that can't be easy to do just that kind of time right. frame. You know what? All those gags are just happening in the span of like a half hour to 45 minutes until the sun comes up and Irene, another abominable person <laughs> yeah. comes in presence in her own right. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say as, as it's the sexual tension between yeah. all these members of the family, uh, John Lithgow, more, mo, mo, most certainly. Yeah. He's fallen for this guy. <laughs> he this really big is. Harry lug. <laughs> He's fallen for him. Obviously Ernie is too. It's, it's like, I think George, John Lithgow's character, it like doesn't have any friends because even okay. at the gun shop, like no one likes him. No, um, you know he he doesn't like have any male friends. So I think when Harry comes into his life, it's just like I've 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 got it now. Like I got mm. the guy to play pool with. I got I, like I'm gonna we're gonna start a bowling league. You know, right. <laughs> like really it's good. it's that kind of thing. You know, like I just feel like he's been such a family man and been like trying to get this family together and on and on track. And then finally that that male companion comes into play and Damn, he yeah. finally found it. That is deep. That is a good point. Yeah, I, I think that. I think that in all this, what I, I mean, we obviously we uh, in all of reviews have everyone's seen the sexual tension. I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm right. just saying it exists. We finally have friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna play pool after this. Yeah, exactly. uh, one of the things that, like on on talking about George, I think one of the big things is he's not the uh, outdoorsy huntsman that. <laughs> <laughs> he he kind of tries to present himself as, right? Like even in the very beginning, um uh Nancy says to him like he's like, "Oh, I love I love roughing it and the great outdoors." And he and she said something about like, "Oh, the roughing it, like the worst part was when this and this came unplugged or this oh, yeah. died, you know." Yeah, yeah. And like he's got his gun and you know, yeah, he'll go and hunt and then we find out, you know, he's an artist and that kind of a stuff. He doesn't really like working at his dad's gun shop and that no, kind of no. thing, you know. He's not a killer. He's not. Good the point. Hunter. He's a lover. He's a creator. Yeah, exactly. I think he wants to be like his dad. I think like because I think they have some tension, obviously, as we'll yeah. see later on. But yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that for sure. All right. So naming the Sasquatch Harry, George tries to lure him into the station wagon with food, but Harry sees through the deception and disappears into the city. Saddened, the family resume their normal lives, but sightings of Harry become more frequent as media fervor heightens. George tries to find Harry and visits the North American Museum of Anthropology to speak with Dr. Wallace Wrightwood, while the legendary hunter turned Sasquatch tracker Jacques Lafleur (laughs) finds the Henderson household. After an argument with his father at work, George quits his job just straight up. George soon follows a Sasquatch sighting into the city while the police deal with apprehending multiple vigilante Sasquatch hunters. The terrified and confused Harry, meanwhile, continues to evade hunters as he attempts to find safety. So earlier, we like we kind of forgot to mention Jock, but he's kind of been like haunting or like hunting this this movie the entire time. But he's straight up running th- um, what I assume is a national forest or like oh, a, yeah. a national campground, yeah, like or state like a, park type yeah, thing. A state park. 
park <laughs> yeah. when, when they're a family just camping and they do have guns, but I'm just saying he's carrying around his gun doing like military exercises, sniffing license plates, licking hair, <laughs> yeah. fucking like, you know, sniffing, yeah. yeah, sniffing license places and shit. Sniffing the lace. <laughs> <laughs> he had to have been. Like, like if you saw this dude, like if you saw this, like a, a wiry Frenchman walking around and not walking around, running around with a loaded gun, he'd be like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Yeah. Take did, it easy. Did they, maybe I just didn't pay attention. Was there much explanation of like, literally this guy's hunting for a creature that doesn't exist. I mean, like, is there some insanity there? Did they really, you know how many shows there are of, of Bigfoot hunters and Sass? Like you could ask them the same question. We, we are going to talk about this in the Patreon episode. The thing is with this, just like if, if Sasquatch existed, we would know about it. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jacques apparently does. Cause he's dedicating his whole life and time to trying to find this guy. So part, part of what I, what I caught was in a conversation with, uh, with, uh, George and his dad, they, they recognize, um, Jacques when he comes in to buy that ammo, yeah, yep. that freaking elephant ammo, they, they call it like a 358 like magnum yeah. whatever they got one box of it could take down a tremor maybe yeah you just oh, like damn, you exactly. graboids sorry it's graboids and uh like it, it's such a he's he's this big game hunter and they're like yeah he's the one who bought who who took down claws or whatever the yeah. bear behind him and he's like He's like, well, what did what did he do to part with that? He's like, well, it was the smallest one. So he's he's clearly, <laughs> he's, clearly. Like, he's clearly like, oh yeah, he's the real deal, right? So he's bored. So he's super bored. He wants the next big trophy. Okay, gotcha. And I feel like that's kind of what it is. Okay, okay. I don't know. I like I like when he does visit. Um, uh, what's his name? Wood Wood. Uh, it's it's Wall Doctor Wallace Wrightwood. Dallas Dallas Doctor uh, when they go and visit that guy, uh, Jacques, Jacques goes to a shop and it's just like, guy who owns the Bigfoot shop says he's done with this life. He's done with this stuff. <laughs> yeah. He's just not going to have any more of it. He's just like, Jacques, you're crazy. Meanwhile, he owns a shop <laughs> filled with Bigfoot paraphernalia. And like, I assume that's his life. Yeah. He just has his whole life savings built into this yeah. roadside attraction <laughs> yeah. for Bigfoot. For but he's done with bitch. it. <laughs> just, well, I, and I love it. Like, you know, he, he's he's probably. I bet he's actually doing better than he thinks. <laughs> he's got he's got jackasses like Jacques Lafleur and George, and George is back like, to back. And he he literally says, like, "Look, if you want to talk shop, then you better shop." And he's just like he corralled him into walking out with a bunch of like he memorabilia. Did you did you catch that uh, when George is in there and he says uh, like ah, is, is Bigfoot really weird? And he says, "Well, I've never seen. How can we never find one?" He goes, "Well, there's you never seen a baby pigeon, have you?" But oh, I reckon they're all over the place. So I di- I had to look that up. Okay, like, are there ba- baby pigeons? Yeah, there are baby pigeons. Of course. Okay. However, <laughs> this is you don't see them because it's largely due to the fact that squabs, which is apparently what they're called, as if ashamed of their appearance, stay in the nest for a very long time. The nestling period from hatching to fledgling typically lasts more than forty days, wow. roughly twice that of most garden birds. So uh, they're just getting fed and getting eaten and getting their foods yeah. so by the time they leave they appear basically fully grown and virtually undistinguishable i imagine too they don't have feathers yet 
right? No. Like, not a lot anyway. And it's just like, that guy reminds me of just like having dreams when I'm naked. And it's just like, I wouldn't want to be seen I'm not either. going anywhere. This yeah. a pink, like, fucking wrinkly raisin butt cheek man <laughs> running around. Like, I don't want to be seen for 40 dude, days. I lived at home till I was 32. So I totally understand yes, this. Okay. Right? Yeah. I'm 33 now. I finally got my own place. Rad, dude. Uh, congratulations, yeah. by the way. I forgot to tell you that. I'm proud of you. <laughs> With that Patreon money. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> That's right, baby. <laughs> When when they lose him, we find out. By the way, George is not a. Ve- or, uh, I'm sorry, Harry is not a vegetarian. He's a pescatarian. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So kind of shocking. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> especially the goldfish. It's like that's a living thing. And you were you were bent out of shape about the stuff on the walls. Fish don't have feelings. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. It's okay to that's eat fish because fish don't have any <laughs> the, feelings. The Bible says so. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And uh, praise him. <laughs> Praise Kurt Cobain. Uh, <laughs> it, <laughs> it's because it's Seattle. It's a lyric. Okay, I don't know. Okay. Yeah, yeah a grunge era. Yeah, perfect. Thank you. Bring it around full circle. Um, <laughs> so, but but then he tries to lure him in with like the fish sandwiches and stuff like yeah. that, and he's like throwing him in the back seat. And he, he gives him the name, and uh, and it's a very touching. There's some very touching moments in yeah. this movie, and one of them happens when he's explaining to Ernie, like why we can't just keep him around, you know. And then, sure enough, more damage done to a car, and Harry's on the way out. Yeah, well, it's like it's obvious. Like the point of the movie is like you know humanitarianism and like uh, keeping the animals not extinct. You know the ones that are really really important. You know mm. I guess deer don't count <laughs> or fish apparently, <laughs> but um, yeah, it's it's that's kind of the point where it's like we can't keep the the wild animal with us. It's the whole Tiger King shit. You know like mm. that the whole politics between that and uh, which is kind of a cool message and kind of a cool thing to like relate that to a kid right at that point and everything. Um, it's also gets me super fucking hungry every time I see just a bag of burgers. I know. I know. <laughs> like, it made me so hungry when I when I was a kid watching this for the twelfth time. I was just like, I, there's something about just a brown bag of burgers with wrapped burgers in it. I'm just like, this is gonna be a good night. I know. You know? I just I'm I'm gonna be able to eat as much as I want, yep. be completely fine with it, and then hate myself tomorrow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Did not eat the fish though no 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 did you guys buy the relationship between uh m emmett walsh and john lithgow not whatsoever i didn't either because he's like 10 only he's only, he's 10 only 10 years 10 older, years older. <laughs> <laughs> i i did i didn't know that but i'm watching this going man they're like kind of the same age aren't yeah, they no, or no well, and then you look it up yeah they were uh lithgow was only 10 years younger i yeah. love m emmett walsh he's, i do too he's, I do. he's in so many movies he's that guy and in, in like every movie raising arizona he's just like a really small bit part uh blood simple he's su- super good in. christmas with the cranks christmas with the cranks yeah. great great movie um oh my god <laughs> It's like one of these. Movies. Wait, did you say, are you mean, Oh my God. Are you mad that, that I, I'm like clasping my pearls right now. Mike. <laughs> I'm so confused. Like I can't tell if Sean super film buff is mad that I brought that up or if he actually loves that. I'm movie. very mad that you brought that up. <laughs> We're moving on. Don't ever say that again. Don't Jesus ever Christ. say Christmas. With the Cranks. <laughs> he just said raising Arizona. I'm like Christmas <laughs> with the Cranks. Yeah. <laughs> very good comparison. You know that one guy and that one thing. No, no one knows about that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, no, yeah. Uh, when I first watched, like when I like I watched it as a kid, I thought they were, it was just his boss. And like this is the first time that I watched a movie where he's like, he the first line he says to him is like, "What's that? Who was that, Dad?" Like just to make sure yeah. the audience knows exactly. Know? They had to they confirm had to. the relationship of of son father to son. 
rather than employee to boss. And I don't know about your guys as like dad and grandpa if like they're still around or anything like that, but I've never I've never saw my dad or heard my dad call my grandpa dad. Okay. Ever. Oh, okay. Is that okay. is that like I've ne- like I think you grow out of that, right? Or maybe you just you you graduate to father or like man. Yeah, father I man. I don't know. Maybe it was just like their relationship. I'm like they're pretty pretty similar in age. Maybe it was that <laughs> when he just like he said dad. It was just kind of shocking to my soul. I don't know. They're both actors who had reached a specific age. And then they didn't age anymore. John Lithgow is one of those actors. And M. 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 so Walsh is Emma looks Walsh. the same still today. Absolutely. He he looks the same in this movie as he does in Christmas of the Cranks. <laughs> yeah, okay. Can we yeah. just say knives out or knives out? <laughs> <laughs> I thought for one second you were like, dude, I really love that movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I yeah, we fooled. <laughs> the you know, when, when Harry is on the loose, like I think for me, the funniest, weirdest, awesomest scene is with the, the Turkey, <laughs> the, there's a Turkey in the, st- on the oh, stove. Oh yeah. It's and so he looks, good. He looks at the Turkey in the boiling water and then he looks at these fat old people <laughs> so getting in a hot tub and then he looks back at the Turkey and then he looks like, that was like say, that was just so weird and didn't need to <laughs> be so a part good. of the movie. <laughs> it did it. I, it. Like it made me question like, yeah, but, which one is he concerned about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who is he concerned about? The turkey or the humans? Like, like, I think the turkey. Yeah, I, I think he was concerned about the turkey. Like, oh, they're killing this turkey. But then he's like, but those old people look fine. So maybe the turkey's not dead. Yeah. I I, I seriously was. I was. I, I just thought, I thought he he's concerned about, yeah, the turkey. Yep, the turkey. And then I like he gets... <laughs> I like that he gets called out by some dude. He's like, it's like, in oh, all yeah. honesty, it's like he can't really put it together. He's just like, I got to walk away. Yeah, I got to go. Uh, this is, <laughs> is kind of good. This is too much. And then you get called out by some guys like, hey, get out of there. <laughs> so like he's a peeping Tom or something like that. <laughs> I I think the first uh, like house he, he runs into or whatever, uh, it's just like that sleeping couple in bed and the woman is just so ready for an intruder. <laughs> like she, she, she's, I think she's already awake, like waiting for it. Like she, it's just like, not, like Richard Ramirez is out again, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but she like, I'll go check it out, honey. You stay here. She pulls out a fucking yeah. revolver. Just yeah, like, no shit. just like Willie Neely. He's like, you had that ready to go. <laughs> just like Ernie did earlier. I'm like, Jesus. I know. Yeah. Yeah. It was, he she says to the husband, "Now nah, don't worry about it." And he's like, "Thank God." Wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, because you know what? She probably does this every fucking every night. night. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. Any noise, any any, any noise. dog, any fucking meow from a cat. You're just out there with your fucking pop gun. <laughs> exactly. You've got cats, lady. There's gonna be house noise, okay? <laughs> and she goes around and she puts the gun down. Thank God. We finally get a glimpse of that dick. Yes, right. It looks like a dick on the like. She thinks it's a mouse or like, and it's like his toe. But I'm like, I think that might be his cock. You think, this, I think you that think might be the sass cock. Basketball situation about something just lays on the ground. Exactly. Oh, God. It's got cock. to. I mean, look how far whatever her name looked down on the ground. I'm just True. saying. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I can't, I can't with that. But sass cock. Maybe that's why he was really, that's why he was really hurt by this, by this rolled up saying. paper. Slap the head. And just, <laughs> the toe of that. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> It says equally painful. Uh, ladies out, out there. It's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, 
right, I'm done too. <laughs> but she she slaps the towel and like he's he's very taken aback. I'm sure it was just more of like a scare than like he he really got hurt. Yeah, you know? yeah. yeah. We've got all these dudes who are coming in. They're trying to buy guns. They're trying. Yes. He says we got the big guns. We don't have the big ammo. And and you got. Dude's running around town like it's some sort of escape from New York shit. Like totally, like like post-apocalyptic. Uh, one of the funniest scenes for me, for again no reason at all. And this is again why I can't tell what kind of comedy is happening here. <laughs> is when they're like, "Hey, you, stop, get back here!" And, and he it's, runs it's into George, the, and George yeah, runs into George it. runs into all this side, all this debris and like car parts and stuff. <laughs> and they pull some random dude out. Like, with a gun. <laughs> He's just like, "What the fuck is going on?" Yeah, you know much I paid for this. Yeah, it's all ADR. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> and then and then George's like, "Thank God," and he's like, and then behind him is Jack Lafleur. Yeah, <laughs> how many people are in this debris? <laughs> well, this is this is like the point where I'm just like, oh yeah, this is King Kong, obviously. And, okay, and I mean, uh, also the the bike guy who witnessed Harry. Right, and then Harry or uh, George George yes. goes and calls him out and stuff like that. I always thought like that was kind of like a sad scene. I always felt bad for the bike guy for some reason. I'm just like, he just wanted to be on TV. You know, he's <laughs> he's a lonely bike. He's like he's probably just got back from the IPA store, <laughs> and, IPA store, and just you know wanted to get home and then had a traumatic experience. And I don't know. I just felt bad for him. And Poor guy. George had to ruin his five minutes. <laughs> I didn't feel bad for him. I didn't feel bad for him <laughs> I at mean, all. He was, he was, he was, he as was a doing, kid. I did. Oh, okay. All right. Your, your kid self apologized too, but for you, I'm not going <laughs> That's to fine. because, because he was, he was trying to do this thing and he made, he made Harry out to be a monster. That's and true. George is like, no, that's not what happened. You're just, you're being a jerk and, and you messed up and you, now you want the fame on TV. Cause yeah. back then being on TV oh, was man. way big. Like <laughs> that's the 15 minutes of fame. They right. talk about like legit famous. Right. So if you get your, your face, you were on the news, whew, man, that was a big deal. <laughs> so, and just like, well, just like the, uh, the commercial that we see Harry see, and he sees George, mm-hmm. and he breaks down the thing, and he pulls it down. By the way, when he when the cops come in and they crash, crash test dummy, crash test dummy commercial yes. after, and they even show the big red target thing. Yeah, and yeah. I was like, I was like, why did they do that? And I then bet, like I barely caught it. I was like, that's a crash test dummy commercial. Yeah. <laughs> I bet he directed that one. You think so? Yeah, I, I gotta imagine. Like, yeah, because he did a lot of SNL and, like I said, and um, amazing stories for Spielberg and stuff like that. I, I got. I imagine he probably did a, a, like a commercial like that or something like that. All right. So after a car chase involving a garbage truck, George saves Harry from LaFleur, who is arrested. George invites Dr. Wrightwood to dinner. He urges the Hendersons to give up on Sasquatch as it has destroyed his life. He then meets Harry, restoring his enthusiasm. Bailed out of jail, LaFleur heads to the Henderson house. George and Harry escape with Dr. Wrightwood in his truck, and LaFleur gives chase. Fleeing back to the mountains, George tries to force Harry to leave, going so far as to punch him in the face. Confused and upset, Harry departs. So... uh when uh, this scene kind of takes off, they they get away in the in the garbage truck, and I think Lafleur is left in like the the garbage uh, can or dumpster itself, and all those cops are pointing guns at him, and they show such restraint when he's when he puts his hands up and he has his gun pointed at them yeah. with his hands up. I'm just like, 
any anybody else, they would just be fucking firing on your ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you know? Seriously, like the Portland it, police or they, Seattle, hey, Seattle, bro. They're uh, they're doing they're doing good things up there apparently. Uh, because even the police chief says, or I, yeah, yeah. I assume he's a chief or the, who's in charge, and he says, I don't want. He says he says no no force, no use of force. Yeah, he's like because I don't want some nutcase in a in a Bigfoot suit. Bleeding out on the street. Yeah. It's a harsh way to put it, uh, but but true. So they they're not actively trying to uh, to necessarily take down the Sasquatch. They're out concerned by all the freaking rando dudes who've never <laughs> held a gun before running around with fucking guns. Yeah, totally that's what you true. should be concerned about. I like how the same police chief. He's like, follow that garbage truck. He didn't. He didn't see him get in. He didn't see, he, like, <laughs> no, they, it just. It just takes off. And you know, there's just, a garbage truck. We gotta follow it. <laughs> follow that thing. He's like, why? I actually, I don't even know. They aren't on route right now. <laughs> <laughs> that that was the same garbage truck that Shredder got killed in. Yeah, so. <laughs> they could smell the dead body. Did you have some flashbacks to your childhood days? <laughs> you had goosebumps. <laughs> I, I hated the, uh, I might be jumping ahead, but I, there were two things that I really hated in this scene that just felt like, ah, oh, come on. There was, uh, when, uh, Dr. Wrightwood is at dinner and he finally gets to meet the Sasquatch and then, uh, Harry falls through the floor and hits the pool table and all the pool balls go in the pockets. Yeah. So I was like, yeah. do it. Did we have to do did that? <laughs> And, and, this, and the same thing for like... Why like, not? I just didn't like it. Again, I can't tell what kind of comedy is going on I here. don't know. <laughs> Did we have to do that? And then like, I mean, I didn't hate this as much because it was kind of funny, but uh, like... I was just like, man, my kid self probably loved this, but I didn't. The police siren gag yeah. when they were trying. He's like, <laughs> oh, I laughed so hard when I was five. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But now you're like, no, the, no, no, these no. people aren't pulling over. Yeah. They don't see that massive head making that noise out of that station. No, it was the other car. But yeah. everybody, you know, everybody was on their cell phones texting. Yeah, exactly. They didn't hear that siren. They weren't paying attention. It's it's rare that like they're not even going to move out of the way for the sound they have to see the lights before they're going to do anything totally. about it. you know i have to make mention of my favorite scene um because i know we skipped it but i, I have to go back real fast is when they really invite him back in and he they get him the bath and see no man again and he comes back and it's just a close-up on his face during the adams family yeah yeah absolutely hilarious somehow creeped me out a little bit it's a little bit too spooky but i was just like <laughs> at the same time because, probably because of the adams family yeah but i was like they're creepy and they're kooky they're creepy and they're kooky. and like i love that they kind of realize like what they're doing they're like yeah it's not a big deal <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. and, uh but but yeah uh going going back this is also when he's when he's still concerned about that damn car. And yeah. he's just like he's so upset about his paint job during this the siren scene. I I give up on the car, George. It's okay. It's the car okay. is long let gone, the, you guys. Let the car go. Let insurance worry about that. Well, dude, in the same vein of like them washing him up and everything like that. And uh, the doctor the doctor like straight up leaves and then comes back with like a sleeping bag and then puts it right next to Harry's nest and I'm like Honestly, man, you just met this guy. You you just <laughs> confirmed that Sasquatch is real, let alone just one. There might be others, you know. Mm. Um, we don't know how sexually frustrated he is. Right. How, like, what, what his orientation is, anything like that. Right. Sleeping right next to him, he just like, I don't know, maybe, maybe... <laughs> Maybe take it easy on just like, <laughs> right. I love Sasquatches. I'm just going to sleep right next to him once I find... You no, know, like, maybe... Maybe give it a bit. Maybe they could be very aggressive. I don't know. Right. I'm just, you ever heard the stories about dolphins? 
peaceful yeah. creatures till they get raved, roused up. They do it for you. pleasure, man. And then they just start just start humping you into submission. Yeah. It's real bad. Ew. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you don't swim, swim with, with dolphins. Don't swim with the dolphins or walk the hills of Portland or <laughs> yeah, Seattle with yeah. Sasquatch. I don't That's know. That's right. How how sad though? Like the uh, the scene where he's telling them to leave, like and like go get out of here. Straight up, <clears throat> I teared up. I tear up every time. I, my, I we we've done an episode of I'm Super Soaked podcast of uh, movies that make you cry mm. with Mike. Go check that out. That's right. Oh um, yeah. That one isn't a whole movie that makes me cry every time, but that scene, I don't, I don't know what it is. It's like letting go of a dog. It's like yeah. earlier when uh, Ernie uh, gets or like tells uh, Little Pup. Is it Little Pup? It's like Little Bob or little something Bob? like that. I, I've, yeah. I've never known. Um, <laughs> I, there wasn't subtitles available for this one, but I, like that broke my heart. And then when he comes back, it's like really nice. But this, it's just like that. It's just like, you got to go, man. I'm sorry. Yeah. Like you're like best friends now but you gotta go i'm just like fuck and then he hits him straight up fucking yeah. socks him in the face and he's doing really the right thing he's like you gotta go but it hurts yeah that was, I, uh, you can kill you can kill every human being in every movie ever and i will never be sad no the minute like the minute i watched i am legend i saw he had a dog i'm like fuck god damn it yeah the know. dog's gonna die i know this is coming and I'm like, yeah. i don't want this yep I didn't want. I didn't sign up for this. The whole world was zombies, and yep. I didn't give a shit. Correct. <laughs> but that damn dog, the dog. Same thing, man. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's super sad. It's I, a it's a tough one to swallow. But you know, this is finally you know John Lithgow is the is the standout uh, acting chops and, and presence. He's 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 very over the top. I mean, honestly, sometimes it feels like he's trying to save the movie himself. <laughs> but, I can feel. I kind of agree with that, uh, <laughs> even though I know our ratings are going to be super different. I know, um, <laughs> but but at this point, this is when you really get uh, his his kind of shine through moment, and it's tough for him. And the, man, I'm telling you, they. Maybe he's just really upset that he's losing a friend. Maybe he's just upset that they're not going to get to like make out. I don't know. <laughs> we yeah, don't but know. we don't know. But you know, never play pool. He, he, they never got to play pool and eat wings. <laughs> he broke eat, his pool table. Eat, eat wings and fish sticks together, and <laughs> yeah. and you know maybe spoon and and see where it goes. You know. All right. So final scene: the family does not leave when they realize that Lafleur can track Harry's footprints in the snow. So the family splits up and makes fake footprints in the snow to distract Lafleur. LaFleur eventually catches up with the Hendersons, but Harry saves the family and captures LaFleur. Through Harry's kindness and George's faith, LaFleur changes his mind and decides that Harry deserves to live peacefully. The family says goodbye, and George and Harry embrace in a hug. George tells him to take care of himself, to which Harry replies his only line of the movie, Walker, <laughs> revealing he has the ability to learn language. As Harry leaves, several other Sasquatches, including an infant, suddenly appear and then quickly disappear into the wilderness together. Mm. The end. So I forgot to mention earlier when uh, uh, Harry's apologizing to the daughter about eating her corsage, brings yeah. her a bunch of flowers, yeah. Irene's flowers. Um, his his like send off or like hug quote unquote before he realizes he knows what a hug is, is just taking someone's head and pushing it until their feet come up too. <laughs> I just straight leveling people's his sign of affection. Yeah. Like, holy shit. Yeah. So it'll come back again later. But I also like the, the shining touch of, uh, the uh, footprints in the snow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Oh, man, yeah Little okay. touch, touch well, seven years earlier. Okay. It's a good point. Like yeah. his, his sign of affection is basically the bro punch in the shoulder, yeah. but on steroids, <laughs> It's like you say, like, oh, you big lug, but he yeah. just completely levels people. Yeah, he just, just smacks them around. <laughs> uh, oh my god! Do you know how long it would take to carve stones into footprints and then tie them to your feet? 
I do not. Do you know? Yes. Okay. Uh, it takes about an hour and a half per foot. Okay. Foot. And they did like like six pairs of feet to oh, make them wow. look like Sasquatch feet. Well, okay. I, I thought... <laughs> I thought this was like, didn't they? I, okay, maybe. Because they had his truck. Right. So maybe he had him in, in his truck. Oh, that, maybe he already maybe had him. That's, what, that's what I thought. Oh, right? okay, okay. Like, that was that was my thing. I was like, it took me, but I was like you. I was like, what the fuck are they using? They're just strapped rocks to their feet? Where'd they get all these flat rocks? <laughs> what looks the weird, heck is going it? on? And I'm like, he and just had inventory in his truck. And yeah, I was just like, I was like, this <laughs> doesn't make any sense. But then, then I thought back to that like over the top noise of them filling a Sasquatch footprint. (laughs) (laughs) Put our best mic on that thing. I totally put that SM7B straight to that bitch. And and that's what I, that's why I remember it, but I shouldn't have had to think that hard about it. It's an hour and 15 minutes long. They could have had one scene where they're like reaching into a truck and grabbing them out the back. Maybe omit the pool balls going into the (laughs) hole and and put in, Oh good. uh, Don and Mesh has actually pulled these out because he's a Bigfoot enthusiast and he has them in his truck. Right. Maybe we can do that. Right. Okay. Please. And thank you. I mean, all that played through my head. I don't know about you guys. I guess you're just not really smart, smart smart movie watchers. As you, as we established, when we started this podcast, <laughs> yeah. Sean is the film buff. He right. knows these things. We don't. We're idiots. Uh, it was a subliminal, like, right, they, right. they didn't have to film it they, for me. You know, it was just, uh, Sean was like, you know what they should do? They should grab the, the Bigfoot things that they have in the back of the truck. <gasps> they did. They did. There we go. Well, I knew that. Oh, I saw yeah. that happening. Yeah. I, I'm so glad that they didn't take him. I felt like the whole time, like, he's going to flip on him. He's going to become a bad uh, guy yeah. and stuff. And then, uh, like... They, that was that was a surprise to me. It did feel that way, actually, yeah. that he was going to be some bad guy kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, he, he was going to be like, good, now I've got my opportunity. I'll be vindicated and justified, and I'll take the glory, that kind of a okay, thing. Okay, okay. I, I really felt that coming mm-hmm. along, but he was like, he turned out to be a good guy, which yeah. I'm so glad because... You know him in like trading places and like some other some other movies. Like he plays a good bad guy. Yeah, he, he plays the, like the false good guy. Yeah, he, yeah, the false good guy. That's right. So I really expected that to happen. But what I also didn't expect to happen is them to turn Jacques Lefleur, the most quintessential Frenchman's name on the planet. <laughs> that's that's bordering on like on like racism. I swear. But um, they're they're just like yeah, Jacques Lafleur, and then they turn him into a good guy. Just immediately, love yeah. conquers all, man. I guess. What so. the fuck? You know, like I when he's in his arms, how could you not be like swoon? Maybe I'll use that word. Yeah, I'll do it. Yeah. Swoon by swoon. by Harry. I mean, we see George get swoon. How could you not be just like? Oh yeah, I do feel nice in your arms. You stink like shit, but I do like you know. I, I, I do feel the love tonight. You well, know, so does Jacques apparently too. So. Yeah, they well, all I'm do. Just, yeah, yeah, it's I I his performance in that like always made me like sad for him when he's begging for his life. Pretty much, yeah. He thinks Harry's gonna kill him, and uh, I don't know why. It, it, that his performance there still even to this day. I'm just like, God damn it, you know, like. Imagine hunting this thing your whole life, and now it's there with you, and you, all you've all you've thought about is wanting to kill it, and now it's so nice to you, and you think it's going to kill you. Yeah, like you've probably thought about this moment, but and then and then it turns out to be a, a good guy. I don't know. Yeah, I, I buy it a little bit, but yeah. don't you wish that would happen to these rich billionaires that go to Africa and shoot lions? But can it doesn't just, happen. Can we just get along? No, they're like, I'm going to kill this lion. Yeah, fuck those guys. Yeah, bro. Fuck those guys. But then yeah, he, he does. Uh, he does give us. 
a like sign of affection to Jacques Lefleur and completely levels him too. Yeah. <laughs> so so then I'm thinking like, oh cool. So he's like reformed. He's not really gonna do this anymore. He's like, so what's next for you, Jacques? He's like, I'm gonna go fucking kill Loch Ness monster because <laughs> that one doesn't have any fi- feelings. His fish don't have any feelings. That's right. Ah, yeah. that. You know what? I'm taking Harry along with me. He probably's a good fucking hunter too. That's right. Brought that shit around. That was awesome. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> uh, and I, I guess last thing for me, I, I was just, I didn't remember how all of a sudden the Sasquatch family is just there. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, oh, they're just standing right there. Yeah. And I did rewind it. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, oh, yeah. They're, yeah, there's the one. They're right. I can see them. They're right there. But the first watch, I'm just like, well, yeah. yeah. Uh, Where the fuck are these things yeah. coming from? Well, see, I, I, so first time really watching it, I was totally taken aback. I, I actually thought it was a super cool thing. I thought it was a super cool shot. And like they, I love the play, um, the psychological play yeah. on it. Like, so he's not alone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so you don't have to be sad for him. Yeah. There's, there's, I've seen these things on TV where, like, you know, like the the TV magic shows and stuff, <laughs> <laughs> where they say focus on this, and then like yep. things happening around on the screen, you yep. never notice because your focus is drawn somewhere. So your focus is on Harry, and then these guys come out of the the out of nowhere apparently. And I thought it was really cool. I actually thought it was one of the cooler shots of the movie as nice. a first timer. Do you know? remember those magic books that that you had to just like cross your eyes before things <laughs> yeah. would pop? Three D things would pop off the yeah, page. Yeah. yeah, same idea. Same idea, dude. You, you spend forever in, in the freaking doctor's <laughs> office staring at it on the wall, and you never get it because you just don't care that much. Yeah, they were doctors' offices. <laughs> <I remember that. laughs> if this, if this movie was like real deal down to earth and everything, and it was like kind of like a, a real portrayal of how Sasquatch are, I would imagine anyway that that scene would go a little bit different. Just maybe the wife being like, Harry, where the fuck were you this time? <laughs> I don't, don't give me an excuse. You were with a fucking family that hit you with your, their station wagon. Don't give me that excuse again. I'm not, I don't want to fucking hear it. I've been trying to feed little Harry this entire goddamn time. And you've been gone out doing God knows what with George. Are you fucking, are you fucking with George now? <laughs> Oh yeah, oh, you were just down down hanging out with George. Oh yeah, just gonna go do eighteen with George. Okay, <laughs> sure, just down playing pool with George. Well, who is it this time? John Carruthers? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was just hanging out with Smith. It's a different guy every time. He's moonlighting. You know, he's just not into it with his wife anymore. Yeah. Obviously, there's a sexual tension between him and George, and it's just like he's, you know, he's kind of out hunting for that way. And he's like, you know, by the way, I'm pregnant. <laughs> go get a fucking job, Harry. <laughs> Well, George just quit his job at the gun store. Maybe Harry can take a position. Can I propose that the little Sasquatch name is Larry and not Harry? I like it. I like okay, that. Can I propose that? I like yeah, that. I appreciate little that. Little Larry Sellers. You know, a, a lot of people didn't know that uh, Larry actually um, grew up and followed in his father's footsteps into stardom. Uh, and he was the Sasquatch in uh, Tenacious D. Pick a Destiny. Damn, oh, yeah, really? A lot of people didn't know that, but yeah, it was him. Confused Breakfast dropping bombs yeah. of knowledge. Yeah. That's for you guys. There you go. Unbelievable. I know. Well, is that all you want to talk about? Should we hit those ratings? Yeah. All right. Yep. Modern day ratings. What we do is we yeah. give you those childhood ratings, and then we rewatch as critical of an eye as we can. And then we give you what we what we think now. So this is Sean's movie, so he has to go first. 
Sean, what is your modern day rating? So I was like a 9.2 back in the day. You were a 9.2 back in the day, bro. I still think this movie is really charming. I think John Lithgow is super good. I think the makeup is one of the best on on screen makeup effects I've ever seen, honestly. Like, I was super impressed this time. You know, as a kid, it's just like, yeah, that's Sasquatch. But this time, I'm still like, that's Sasquatch. Like, like we said, I just don't see the seams. It's super impressive. Um, I think it's not like as funny as I probably thought it was as a kid, <laughs> just, you know, all of the, all the family gags and everything like that. But I still think it's like clever and funny, like the chicken and the, in the hot tub scene. It's, it's super clever. Um, yeah, I mean, I just like it. It's probably kind of in the realm of guilty pleasure for me at this point, but, uh, I'm, I'm a 7.8, 7.8. Today. Yeah. Right. Age. What do you think? First time seeing it. What? So this is just your rating. Yeah, what is this movie? A, well, that checks out. <laughs> I do know what AJ's lowest score so far has been. It is a uh, 2.43 ninjas. So okay. yeah, you, you have to base it off that. Okay. Um, you know what? As, as much as you've probably felt me throughout this and gotten the vibe <laughs> off of what I've been saying, uh, I will tell you what I do really like. I, I'm a big John Lithgow fan. Um, I'm a big fan of, I can never remember her name, mom. Melinda, Melinda Dillon. Dillon. Melinda Dillon. Okay. Uh, big fan of Melinda Dillon. Uh, the makeup and the, the costume, amazing. The story I could follow if it was like a half hour shorter. <laughs> um, that all being said, probably the, the reason I would rewatch this movie again is to see if they show any Sasquatches in the background standing in plain sight. Oh, damn, bro. That is why I would want to probably rewatch this movie. I would like they have director's cuts of movie. I would like the opposite of that of this movie. <laughs> so uh, it should not be an hour and 50 minutes long. It should be an hour and 20 to 25 minutes long. That's my opinion. Um, uh, the heart, heartfelt moments. So going off of <laughs> going off of that, this is it was not the easiest movie for me to like, like watch this many times in a row. Uh, <laughs> that being said, I'm going to go ahead and do. A 3.2. He oh, dragged that out a little bit. I know. I'm sorry. I thought you were going to do like what your critics did. Be like, yeah, I hated this movie. 10 for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to, but I was like, I can't do it. I, uh, I yeah. I, again, I just didn't remember much of this movie. It was weird. Uh, most of the movies we've seen, I remember things jarred my memory. Like nothing jarred my memory in this of, like, oh yeah, I remember that. So I think I was just deathly afraid of Bigfoot and Sasquatch okay. and I just didn't really like this movie. So I was a four. I think that's where I am right now. I, I just, I, I would probably, probably watch it again and get like you to use your added Sean, like with some friends and like hanging out and, and just, uh, it was just kind of like a, kind of a cliche eighties movie that I didn't have any nostalgic feelings for. So it, it can't, it can't like make me go well, but God, dude, I remember me and my brother watching this. So just like, it's just a four for me, you know, it's just, okay. just basic. You know, what's coming to mind right now actually is, uh, this movie is 1987, a huge year for movies as, as we're going to be touching on, uh, in this entire uh, show. Um, this feels like an early nineties, like 93, 94 movie. Kind of okay. right. Yeah. That like every time I watch it, I was like, "Is it not '90s? No, it's like prime '80s. It's yeah, like yeah. it's like when like movies were the best they've ever been, you know." Yeah. And maybe that's a I, I think that's kind of a flaw to it. And I do I do kind of agree with you guys. I do definitely agree that it's way too long. Um, but yeah, I I just, I just love it. 
You're allowed to. That is <laughs> oh, the yeah. best part yeah. is you are allowed to. Absolutely. Like we will hit movies where I probably feel the same way that you do, but you're going to be like, Mike, <laughs> this was the biggest hot piece of garbage I've ever seen, which, I, which for the record, I did not say. So go oh, easy, no, go yeah. easy on me when we come back to mine. Yeah. <laughs> Just as entitled to your opinions as I am. Yes, I know. Well, we hope you enjoyed this episode. As of the recording in early May 2021, you have to purchase this on a streaming platform or subscribe to HBO Max, which you should have already done so that you can watch the new Mortal Kombat, you idiots. Totally. Uh, And continuing with the weekly content, tune in next Wednesday. We'll bring you another amazing information-filled mini-bite episode. We're going to talk about some of the favorite and best snack foods from the 90s as kids nostalgia overload you won't want to miss that one and in two weeks we'll be back to reviewing classic movies aj made a pick based on some polls and suggestions from our patreon members yes sir uncle buck yeah dude john hughes all the way baby you know you love some john savior and john candy baby yes so uh i think that's about it for us aj why don't you take us out man guys thanks so much for listening to the show and while you were listening you took that time to review us on the podcast platform that you're listening on or at least subscribe give us a thumbs up if you're on spotify and subscribe to those so you can make sure to get them downloaded right away when they drop every single wednesday make sure you're following along with us too on facebook uh confused breakfast twitter confused be fast then Instagram, Confused Breakfast, and of course, TikTok at Confused Breakfast. TikTok. Where you get all the fun little tidbits along with uh, uh, what's going to be some, some more fun Mortal Kombat. Yeah, man. Okay. If you uh, guys feel like giving us a little bit of money and uh, supporting us in that way, you can go uh, to uh, the Confused Breakfast on Patreon and uh, join that community there because uh, lots of fun stuff going on there and uh, you will get some extra content like uh, we we're about to we're record about, right we're now. About, we're going to hit stop on your dumb little episode and then give you the best stuff yep on the patreon thing you know what i mean that's right this is just for free people you know what i mean yeah you get your you get the best little nuggets right on patreon you also (laughs) get to tell us what movies you want to hear next on the show and vote on those and and have a voice in this show as well as get some feedback give us some feedback for what you want to see for some merch yeah baby because merch is coming because merch is coming last but not least if you haven't yet we know you haven't make sure you (laughs) leave us a voicemail it's 319-804- Nine four nine nine five nine five nine six. Ninety five ninety six. I thought you were gonna nail that. I thought dude. I was gonna. Three one nine eight zero four ninety five ninety six. You just finished the episode. Call it right now. Boom. I promise. Okay. Bye. 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 This is a great movie. <laughs> <laughs>